FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome in, folks, to the first official preview episode for the FCS football podcast. We finally have FCS football here for week zero. What are you making those glances for? You, you good over there, Skippy? We've been previewing football for two years you, now for a regular season. You know what season. I've been doing. You know what I've been doing. You know what I meant. You know I'm going to break. I'm going to go behind the curtain. We, we, we are so excited that there's going to be like an actual season with structure <laughs> because it's been exhausting. <laughs> it's been just a drudge through. I mean, imagine you're like in quicksand, right, Joe? And yeah. then every now and then you get like little branches that fall down. That'll you know, oh Austin P Central Arkansas. Here we go, branch up, branch up, branch up, snap, back down, back down. Here we go. Oh, championship game, championship game. Oh yeah, here we go, Sam Houston State. Oh, we're getting so close. Snap off season. Now we are finally kind of back to where we need to be when it comes to FCS football. And I got to break out of this funk, man. You got to get me out of it. We got to get you stuff for this FCS football season. I know the fans are I excited. I, I just get us back on track. Yeah, you're, get, you're get me out of this funk. Your perplexed look completely uh, threw me off. Our, All we've been doing oh. is previewing. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. I'd you're like not wrong. To it's, react. Been, it's been like a a straight year of <laughs> leading up, leading up, leading up, leading up, <laughs> leading up. <laughs> To something, oh. but we're not really sure what. And I guess you can count the spring season as it's like punch yes. drunk, right? Right. Um, <laughs> no, but here we are. We actually are going to be having what we think is going to be a normal FCS football season. We've got week zero coming up. We've got three games that we're just going to provide some quick hits on because they're relatively uh, incons- insignificant in the grand scheme of the season because some of these teams are on the weaker or smaller side. But nonetheless, it is FCS football, so we will be talking about them. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson. We are two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island, the only active FCS podcast out there that covers the full landscape from two recently graduated football players and your go-to source for FCS football content. Sean, do you want to know what's not a go-to source for FCS football content uh what's that joe the uh ncaa fcs twitter oh which has been a buzz lately and i i want to i want to talk about that after we do the read but i as i think every fcs fan is is greatly annoyed by the social team at the ncaa for mishandling this and i think some people are going to know what i'm getting at but before we get to it, can you just uh share a, a quick message from our sponsors I do, and oh, it looks like there's someone at the door. Come in. Oh, hey, most annoying guy ever. Uh, hey. Hey, did you see, you know, Shohei Itani's, man. He, he's really playing well. I, oh, did you put a futures bet on him? You should have. Uh, no, I, I didn't, but it's okay. Why didn't you do that? You should have put a futures bet on him. Well, no, I, I was just watching the game. Well, you know what, Mr. Annoying Man? I'm done with you. 
because I'm going to betonline.ag and I'm placing my bets. I'm making prop bets. I'm making live bets, whatever I want to make, because you don't make bets. You just tell people what they should have done. That's why you are incredibly annoying, and that's why I can't deal with you in my life anymore. So goodbye. Joe, you want to escort him out, please? No, you can handle it. No, I just I, I, I wanted to see if you were going to do any sound effects there. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but <laughs> I think that this man needs to leave because all he does is talk about bets you should have taken. And if you're a better, like I am, it's the most annoying thing in the world. So I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to deal with him. You shouldn't have to deal with him either. Just go to betonline.ag. Use the website today or your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Joe, you know, I actually had a conversation about Shohei Otani and someone said, oh, you should have taken his over at 40 home runs. This year, I was gonna, you know, I, I was actually had that conversation sound, in real life. It sounded close to home. Is it somebody I, wanted, I know that said that to you? No, it, it's somebody that I wanted to throttle. God, it, I'm, it's it, infuriating. No, they're the worst. They're the it's infuriating because one, you could just put down bets, and I, I, I know the read's not supposed to be this long. It's not really a read, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of too deep into this now. You can put bets down, <laughs> but people who don't put bets down, you know, it's it's annoying when people say, oh, I put this bet down. You didn't put it down. That's a little bit annoying. But people who don't put bets down, the cowards, the tw- the, the Monday morning quarterbacks, the backseat drivers, mm-hmm. the most annoying people in the world. And speaking of most annoying people. Oh, here we Sean, go. Thank you yeah. for the fantastic read. Thank you. I've had two great transitions into talking about this. At NCAA underscore FCS. Which is out. the uh, the flagship account for the NCAA that is supposed to provide us with coverage on FCS football. Now it has notoriously been poorly run. It has notoriously retweeted and quote tweeted and also tweeted out stuff about schools that are not FCS schools because the bozo social media intern that they hired or whoever runs it mishandles it. And there has been some. And Sean, I encourage you to look through on Twitter. Just search at NCAAFCS if you're just I'm to get some right context. Now. Right on it. They have not tweeted since seven thirteen, so July thirteenth. That's part of the issue. A lot of people are annoyed that we no lead up to the season. We've got football this week. Haven't heard a damn thing from this this social media account. Absent, completely absent. And then on top of that, you've got a lot of people saying like, hey, why don't we bring somebody on to run this account that actually cares about the FCS and not some slappy who just graduated from college that needs a job working in social media that doesn't know anything about any of the schools? Well, those people would actually tweet, whether it's bad, good or bad. That's very concerning that it's been over a month and not one tweet. I, like, I don't know how you don't at the beginning of the week. It, it, I might, I'm probably missing some of the details from the outrage, uh, outrage that we have here. But the, the, the basic gist here is that we're not getting any buzz from the fact that we have FCS Games 3 this weekend. Yeah. None. This is supposed to be the verified go-to source for information. And it's the only Division One part of, uh, of football that the NCAA actually has some damn control over because they're the ones who... Put together and manage the uh, the you know the national championship for the FCS. It's not like with college with with FBS where it is the college football playoff and they can't 
wrangle their own guys because you got the SEC doing whatever the hell they want. You got the, uh, you've got the the, uh, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12 trying to do their own damn thing. That's a whole separate mess. But what the hell are we doing here? Why, how has there been nothing? Nothing. You can't hire one person to pay them $40,000 a year to run this account? College football team accounts have gotten so good and so creative with the content that they're putting out. They are getting videos of their of their teams and players, whatever it is. It, we're seeing it all the time, right, Joe? More content than we've ever had for college football. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you retweet a team? Why wouldn't you just retweet? Just retweet teams' videos. Do whatever. Make a graphic. One graphic. Hey, who's ready for week zero? I think 61,000 people could possibly, could possibly be ready for that. I, why haven't you said anything? And thanks for pointing this out because, again, I didn't know. And why didn't I know? Oh, maybe because they haven't tweeted anything. Yeah. yeah. People are only realizing this because they're pointing it out. You right. almost don't even think about it because there's been nothing that has come from the account. So that's what's, what's bugging the crap out of me is that the FCS has the most passion – out of any sports group out there for college sports. And what, and what I specifically mean by that is that you don't have FBS football fans saying, man, I love FBS football. No, they're, I love Notre Dame, I love Michigan, I love USC, I love Alabama, I love LSU. It's very centric to the team that they support yep. and the conference. And there's a reason why conferences are currently dominating the market for college football. But instead, for FCS, it is one of the few levels of football where you talk to a fan from JMU, you talk to a fan from South Dakota State, you talk to a fan from Idaho, and there's a collective pride in supporting FCS football. They want to see it succeed. But the goddamn people who run the freaking level of football don't take the freaking time to hire an intern to run the damn account. They would just what be retweeting. Th- Put out a poll. Who's excited? Three tweets right there, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Three tweets. Three. You, I mean, the the programs and conferences are providing you with limitless amount of content. You couldn't have more content from them. It, it's just retweeting. You don't even have to quote tweet. You don't have to put, publish your art, articles. Just retweet what the teams tweet or what the conferences tweet. Apparently, that's too hard. God, stupid. Coverage for the FCS has been mishandled and bungled since the the pandemic. They they had the opportunity to to put some of these schools on the map during the spring season, but you know, instead of getting more of these games on ESPN, they were all over the place. They were scattered. Damn social media account can't do their damn job. Just sick of it. It sucks. We we have to have independent entities to be the go-to source for content like us, like Hero Sports, like yeah. the analyst you know, NCAA, you guys, you guys know how to handle you know business properly without exploiting people and and messing things up totally. Privatize it, or just we need the the individual power, whatever. We need the voice. Every other podcast needs to be talking about this because we, we should just crowdfund got- and buy the FCS. <laughs> I don't mind that. I'd get a share. <laughs> do you think it's possible? Do you think it's a thing that we could do? It would be a mess. Who would we elect? Ooh, Craig Haley would be the the the, the ruler. Yes, yes. Oh. Or the FCS Fan Nation Radio guys. I'd let them run the FCS. Could we get Dion on the on the blower? I, I I would want 
I would let Donnie Smith run the FCS, and oh, it would yeah. go. It would it would be the perfect direction. That for would FCS be electric. <laughs> How many Fourth of July tweets will we have? <laughs> he might I actually would. schedule a game for Fourth of July. Yeah. Actually, wait. I, I want to go back to the social media account thing. I want Donnie running the social media account. So Donnie is is our was our uh, uh, quality control coach at the University of Rhode Island, who yeah. has one of the best personalities out of any coach I think we'll, we'd ever meet. And he tweets, he makes his own memes and his own graphics, yeah. which is fantastic. It's I think if best. he's capable of doing that, <laughs> we should so let him run the account. I mean, would Garrow leave Oregon for FCS? No, they're not going to pay him enough. That man that Ooh. man is, is high-priced. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's, he's oh, expensive send me the, now. Text me the details. I'll text you the details. I got it right now. I want. I want to see it live. Just shoot me over. Just. Oh, I don't number. know how much he. I know. I don't know how much he makes, but I know it would take. He's gotten some massive offers to even just leave where he's at right now, and he's he's chosen not to. Right, send me a couple of the offers. Okay. Yeah, um, I won't say any numbers, but just yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll send. I'll send it after I lead into this into this next segment. Okay. So I, I want to get to. We've we've spent thirteen minutes yelling about this gone awful shitty ass. You're God. welcome for the curse. Uh, social media account. But I want to spend some time actually providing the coverage that we're supposed to be doing to the three games that are playing in week zero. The three games I'm referencing, Eastern Illinois at Indiana State, Alcorn State at NC Central, and then Southern Utah at San Jose State. So we're just going to provide some quick tidbits. We just want to highlight some things that you need to be aware of. This first game, Eastern Illinois at Indiana State, 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN+. Plus. Make sure you're logged in and subscribed to ESPN+. Plus. What? Sorry. What did you say? You said, make sure you're logged in. So I, I said logged, like you did. <laughs> I strongly dislike you. And and the day that we record in the same studio again, when you do something like that, I'm throwing things at you. Just know it. You better wear a helmet when we record. Log. Be, be logged in. Be logged into your ESPN Plus account. There you for go. Uh, One of the first games, the first FCS game of the season, uh, Saturday, July 28th is the the game. So this game is pretty interesting because Eastern Illinois has previously been a a powerhouse program. We we know that most recently their their best year was when they produced Jimmy Garoppolo, Walter Payton Award winner. And since then, they've been a bit downhill. Last year, they had one win when they played. And they're returning, uh, you know, a relatively spunky group offensively. They were in a lot of close games. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. One, mm-hmm. one of the guys that is on the radar, I think, of of most people in this conference is Jalen Benefield, who, on the smaller side, is their starting running back. Average four point four yards per carry is probably going to take a good load, and is expected to take a good load of carries. But the bigger question mark for Eastern Illinois is who's under center. During the spring, it was Otto Coons, and then we also have a Duke transfer, Chris uh, Katrinick, and then a Colorado transfer, Grant uh, Sicarone. So we're uncertainty on who's the starting quarterback unless I miss that they announced who the starter is going to be. I'm going to go with Cicerone as the pronunciation. Cicerone. This is why we do pronunciation. Fake Italian. The show. You, Joe, you should know that. <laughs> um, look, when I see Eastern Illinois, I see possible. I- Rhode Island brought in some FBS transfer quarterbacks this year. 
and we've done it before. I, I pardon for saying we, but teams have done this before. It's rarely a bad thing. It's rarely a bad thing to have somebody who has been through that ringer come and go through the FCS ringer, and you just you can hit the refresh button a little bit. They're not always going to start. They're not always going to win jobs. And a lot of times, FCS guys that transfer up to the FBS end up winning jobs. Sometimes when it's the reverse, it doesn't happen. But you have a little refresh button, and you get a little more energy. It's just because of the stigma, because FBS quarterbacks go to the NFL. That's how it is. No one's going to sugarcoat that. But when they come to your team, Joe, I mean, remember uh, junior year? The team was pretty lively, pretty refreshed, pretty ready. Or was that sophomore year when Juwan and um, Juwan and Tyler came? That was our sophomore year when there was a lot of hype for Tyler, who had an offer from Ole Miss to transfer from UCF and decided to come play for us. And yeah. then Juwan Lawson, who none of us really knew a thing about, just kind of showed up on the first day. And we're like, who's he? I thought we were hyped about the other dude. Who's this other transfer quarterback? Juwan ends up being the better one of the two. But he was coming from New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico. No, it was University of New Mexico. New Mexico State is the garbage one that's the Aggies. But you're right. There was a ton of buzz when you were bringing these these transfer guys because there's competition. There's a battle going on between some guys with some talented arms. It just, I I mean, teams that are down, and we were in Eastern Illinois' position, were we not? We've seen this. One in five, bad years. And then you're just kind of not limping along, but you're like, we need something. We need something. And college, you need a quarterback. So why don't you go out and you do your best to recruit some of the guys that have experience, that have gone and practiced against uh, uh, high standard FBS players their entire uh, college career. Come on to to FCS. Let's go. Let's roll it. Let's see what we can do. Uh, Eastern Illinois, I think, definitely has that uh, potential to to have somewhat of a, a junior what was it 2018 uri type year where you just have a little bit of uh, uh clearance and you're 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 just ready to go and play football because you're a little more confident with a good quarterback also yeah i've done a bit of a sweep for that starting quarterback and i, I don't see anything that really tells us who's the who's going to be that starting quarterback and it, it sounds like coons is supposed to be because he's the incumbent Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the guy that's going to be taking over, um, but we're not really given anything. Like the the most notable thing that pops up from one hour ago, the most notable headline, and it's funny because you you mentioned Southern Illinois earlier. When I search Eastern Illinois starting quarterback, I get uh, Nick Baker named starting quarterback at Southern Illinois. Oh, so clearly, me. Did Google I get it all was, twisted up. No, you didn't. My oh. point is that. See, I, I didn't mean to scare you there. My point is that Google doesn't even freaking know, and uh, it's mixing up, it's it's crossing its uh, its wires because they can't find the information. They're pulling other schools as the starting quarterback. So we're not really 100% sure. There's some names that were thrown out there, but there is that competition trying to beat out the incumbent with these transfer guys. It's just natural to say that when you have a transfer from a Pac-12 and an ACC school, the arm talent is just different, different than what you recruit as an FCS recruit. Unless you're getting a guy like Trey Lance who had those FBS offers, those transfers usually have some sort of success and it's a lot easier for them to beat out an incumbent that was just recruited. It's typically what we see. Yeah, so it's going to be a fun matchup. And then uh, Indiana State, they are going to be playing their first game since 2019. And just like uh, Alcorn State and NC Central, we'll get to next. I'm not going to – I guess I'll 
burn this on them also. We're going to see not scrimmage ball for the first time from Indiana State this year. And that's going to be just great because I can't tell you how dreaded scrimmages are. I can't tell you how mm. sick of sick you get just going up against the same guy over and over and over again because it's like you're either going to end up hating each other, especially in the trenches. You're either going to be like, I, I hate you. I just want to beat you. I, I want to win the rep. It's we got to get this over with and done because you're just ruining my day looking at you every single time for the last <laughs> year and a half. And then or you start liking the guy and then you're like, you're like, at least with offensive and defensive linemen and maybe with, you know, those those position groups that are often paired against each other, corners and DBs and wide receivers and tight ends, all that running backs and linebackers. You're just kind of neutral with each other off the field. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, you know, I either like you don't whatever. Uh, on the field, you just have to stay pretty neutral because it's pretty aggressive when you're going against somebody uh, for the thousandth time. Y- you try to stay even keeled, and then, uh, but if you start liking the guy, or you know, y- it's just like, how are we going to do this rep, man? We're both miserable because we've only practiced for two years. <laughs> Indiana State is going to be frothing from the mouth. Alcorn State, NC Central are going to be so ready to just go out there and hit somebody else because you're just hitting the same person over and over and over again. You want to take it because they're your teammates also. You want to get a good competition going with the team, but you want to let everything else out on other teams. You don't know these guys. You don't care about them. Why should you go out and play another team? That's when you're supposed to let everything out. That's when you're supposed to be going all hard. Well, you got to go hard and practice. And it's just, I'm so thrilled to see some of these teams that haven't played that opted out of every year uh, since the COVID stuff started to go out there and finally get the opportunity to go play another team. It's going yeah, to be so much fun. It's it's tough to really gauge what a team like Indiana State is going to be able to do because they don't – they just straight up haven't played. We don't know what those guys are like. You could have a guy show up that was like 160 pounds that ends up being uh, 200 because of how yeah. much time he's had to add weight and what do we ready know? to go. <laughs> Right, yeah, we it's it's kind of like the bit where we were talking about last week, where we don't we don't freaking know what what graduation year these guys are. Some of these guys are sophomores, but they've been there for five years. We don't we just we just don't know. It's 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 strange. But one thing we do know is that Dante Hendricks, starting receiver for uh, the Sycamores, is uber talented. Uh, he's going to be the name that I think watching this one, and it's it's noted that he led the team in receiving. Last time they played with 653 yards, which is a, a pretty good sophomore season for Hendricks. So it, it, we kind of see that where when you're a sophomore, you put up 600. That usually sets you up for an eight to 900-yard season if you continue to build on that. And he's had so much time to prepare. Where I'm, I'm excited to see what Hendricks does because he's, he's really, really the best player uh, on that lineup for, uh, for Indiana State. It's going to be a fun game. It, it's just going to be because it's the first game. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. It's going to be a lot Second of penalties, game. ton of penalties. Yes. Oh, tons of penalties or maybe it, none. Oh yeah. We'll get, to, yeah, we'll get, we'll keep on getting through and we'll give the overall. It's going to be special teams is going to win this game and penalties is going to win this game. That's how you're going to win or lose this game. And that's for all the teams first two weeks. I would argue there's going to be less penalties because I'm talking time, you, unnecessary been, roughness. Oh, I was going to say it's been two years of, of uh, being sent to do sprints for, for false starts and, and, and can holding you imagine, goals. And, can you, you yeah. imagine? Just <laughs> not, uh, what, what were we doing? We were doing the 20-yard sprints one day. 
Or yeah. was it, it? How many did we do? Thirty, because so many false starts. I don't even remember. I don't even maybe they're forty orders. I don't know. You don't remember that that day we were in Mackle for thirty minutes after because we could not. Oh, I do remember not that. Not jump. Vito tweeted about it. Yeah. Can you imagine there not being a payoff later on in the week or season for a year and a half? And you just kept doing that. <laughs> All right, John, let's get to this next it's game before awful. we get to to get get too heated up. Uh, Alcorn State at NC Central is the second game. This one is expected to kick off on ESPN, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So this one's in the primetime, baby. You don't need ESPN Plus to watch this one. I'm just going to be straight up. We don't need to beat around the bush. The guy that you need to know about this in this game is Felix Harper. The dude is a superstar. He's had all this time to prepare and get back and ready to play. I believe you noted here in our notes that this is their first game since 2019. I'm excited to see Felix Harper. That guy is a playmaker. He is electric. And I can just straight up say here, I don't think this is a hot take. I don't think anyone's going to pop in here and disagree with me. He is going to be too much for NC Central to handle. And if they win this football game, which they probably will, um, it's going to be because of Felix Felix Harper and how talented he is. Yeah, he's a stud. And, I mean, just he's fun to watch tape on because he just makes great plays. I'm watching him right now. Yeah, roll, lefty rolling out to his right, gets clobbered, throws a touchdown. It, you could watch it and just narrate every single play here. Yeah, great screen. Pass. All of this, just great. It's what he does. He plays great football. He commands the offense. He's not a game manager. He's a game commander. He Whatever he wants to do with the ball, he can do with the ball. And he's just going to keep on rolling. And he's going to keep on scoring points. He's going to gain a, a, a ton of yards. He's going to throw a bunch of... I think 2019, he threw for like 33 hunge and then 39 touchdowns. It, it, he's going to move the ball on you. NC State, NC Central, going to have issues with him. And this is the guy you should be watching out for the entire game. And you're, you're going to be able to tell this is the best player on the field. Felix Harper, best player on the field. Here we go. Yeah. Drop back, drop yeah, back. Yeah, right off the middle. Dot. That's right. And despite being um, one of the more undersized quarterbacks, like that's one thing that's always confused me about Felix Harper. Like you look at the size. Don't watch his tape. Don't look at him. Don't even see what he looks like in a picture. 5'11", 180. You're like, oh, that's that's too small for a quarterback. That's He's not going to be able to play very well at that size. But you look how he's built. He's built with a very good frame. Um, this dude's an athlete. He is impossible to keep up with. Uh, the last time he played, which was 2019, which you referenced, throws for 2,954 yards, 33 freaking touchdowns. Uh, I had it backwards. And then he also rushes for 169 yards. But the, the more notable, six touchdowns there. So almost 40 total touchdowns the last time he suited up. If he has any replicates something at least close to that, he's going to be in contention for the Walter Payton, and this is going to be the starting route for him to produce a really, really com- good comeback season. I'd like to know how many uh, tackles broken he gets in this game because that seems. I think that's probably the or, or sacks avoided. I think that's the strongest part of his game because he's very mobile, but he's not a mobile quarterback. He's a pocket passer. He's going to roll out. He's his running is not his first option. Running is not his second option. It's probably his third or, or last escape option unless it's designed. He is a pocket passer, and he can throw the. Watch his tape. He throws the ball higher than anybody I've ever seen on on deep balls. High, just he throws it as as high in the air as he does deep. I don't know why. It works. Good for him. He's going to be the guy you watch this game. All right, last game. 
Uh, I don't think we need to go too crazy in that one because it, this is going to be the Felix Harper show. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to see how he performs, and I think that we'll be recapping. Let's just rename the show that. The Felix Harper show? Yeah. <laughs> Without... <laughs> I'm Joe DeLeon, and this is Sean Anderson, and this is the Felix Harper Show. No Felix Harper, but this is the Felix Harper Show. <laughs> <laughs> this week, he had a chicken parm for lunch, and then dessert. No, just, you know, he went light. He just had a very, uh, he had some uh, oatmeal for dessert with some berries. You know, he's in seasons. I think that that's what we're going to do. We're just going to track whatever he does. That, that was basically the fall when we literally had nothing oh, to talk about, and it was the Bailey Zappi Show that's every right. single week. It was just I talking about, about Bailey what Bailey Zappi did. And then we got him on the show. Just <laughs> And he was good. For, for S&Gs, for shits and giggles, he came on. It was a great conversation. I want this to be renamed the Bailey Zappi Show, presented by Bailey Zappi. Could it be the, could it be the Felix Harper Show, presented by Bailey Zappi? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the confusion? I'm, I'm going to send an email. I'm going to send an email to the Believe, uh, you know, the other producers and Braun and, and everything. Because, like, like, whenever a show changes their name, you know, there's, like, an order of operations. And mm-hmm. uh, I get a lot of emails from Cam because he gets upset when we uh, – when he notices that we haven't changed the cover art or hasn't, no one's told him that a show changed its name. So I won't include Cam on the email, but I'm going to tell him, hey, we're changing the FCS show to the Felix Harper show presented by Bailey Zappi. <laughs> and I'm going to get an email back. And cool, sounds good. <laughs> moronic. We got a game to talk about, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, this last one's going to have the least amount of analysis on it. Southern Utah at San Jose State. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This is CBS Sports Network. I'm surprised you didn't call me after how I just tried to pronounce the word time. (laughs) Laug. (laughs) Laug. Laug some time. Why does anybody let football players do any type of content? Uh, Log. <laughs> it's stupid. You know what I realized? I've got. It, I've had it pointed out to me uh, multiple times over the last month that I just don't finish my words. Maybe it's because I speak pretty quickly, but I, I, there's words that just drop off and get combined, and it's awful, awful broadcasting. Phil Nance, never done it once. Never done it once. You never heard him say, hey, hello, friends. No, it's... Hello, friends. Do you, mean, do you mean Jim Nance? What did I say? Phil Jim Nance? Nan- yeah. Phil so Sims I combined Jim, Jim Nance. Phil Nance. <laughs> Jim Nance and Phil. Phil, Phil Sims and Jim Nance. Oh, I'm a sleepy boy. <laughs> yeah, you need to go take a nap. Let's let's wrap up this show. <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern time, CBS Sports Network. The reason why I say that there's not really a lot of analysis that goes into this one, this is the first buy game of the season. We're not even going to predict the score for this one just because uh, I, I prefer not to do the – FCS, FBS buy games for when we do FC estimates. That's pretty much how we did it previously when we had a normal yeah. season. But only guy I'm paying attention to is uh, Lakea Kahano Ohano Hano Davis. I think that was close. I don't know. I need to check and determine if that was or not. You did I'm, your best. I'm going to DM him and ask him how to properly pronounce it. That's the only guy I'm watching for because that guy's a draft prospect. He's going to be one of the notable names all season as one of the best defensive players in the country. Uh, Former defensive back, converted to linebacker, great athlete, best player on this team. But you got to remember, San Jose State was a really underrated program last year, was the best team in their conference last year. Nick Starkle is coming back for what's supposed to be a final season. He's a draft prospect. Uh, Jack Snyder on the offensive line, he's a draft prospect. 
San Jose State is geared up to smack some dudes this year, and sadly, Southern Utah is going to be... I, I don't like to disparage the FCS, but they are going to be a, a, a road bump in this one. Yeah, we hope that um, Southern Utah can put up a good fight, and I was waiting for the plug because you said draft prospect twice. I was waiting for the plug. You didn't yeah, Jack do Snyder, it. Uh, Jack Snyder was on the FCS or the NFL Draft Prospects mm, podcast. There we go. We did an interview with him. You're welcome. There we go. There's the plug. FCS, FBS, if the FCS upsets or makes it tight, we'll definitely talk about it next week. That's how we do it. Uh, for any of the new listeners, we don't really cover these games very very much uh, unless it's, you know, some of the powerhouses in the FBS really playing, uh, F- F- or FCS playing an FBS team. Then we'll kind of dive in a little bit. Uh, but they're not going to be really involved in FC estimates unless there's an upset or it's a very tight game because then they'll be in the water cooler segment. Sometimes I, I just forgot that I'm going to be on camera for this, and I just did a bunch of strange physical movements to loosen up my back. Mm. Uh, you're welcome to the We don't have to post audience. this video. <laughs> we don't. No, I'm going to. We need the extra view. I want the extra viewership. Mm. We've actually got some pretty good views on the YouTube channel, so I'm not going not gonna to complain. A few hundred on some of the videos. So. Oh. Uh, no, but San Jose State. Trojans, really good program. Sadly, Southern Utah, what you they're going to get popped. We've been in those situations... We've gotten popped before. Uh, sadly, popped. yes, plenty of times. All right, Sean, let's uh, let's kick things off here on FC estimates. We're back. We're here to compete. Wait, did you remind I me again? F- did you win during the spring? But I won. Oh yeah, I won during the spring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Big I'm winner. still I'm still up two one because Big I won. Fat effing winner, Sean Anderson. I won last season. Dominated, Deleon. I won. Sorry, continue. I won in the fall, and then you won in the spring. Yeah, the spring was more important, though, because there were more games played. So, uh, big old winner. Okay. Big okay. winner. Right. Joe lost. I won. So, you uh, need to have I a good won, start to this year. Mm. You need to have a good start to this year, starting off with week zero. And we've got two games that we're going to be picking that we've already pretty much talked about. Uh, Sean, let's kick off. Eastern Illinois at Indiana State. Who are you picking? I am taking Eastern Illinois. Yeah, that one should be a no-brainer. Eastern Illinois. And this one, other one. God damn it. I... I we put uh, Alcorn State at NC Central. Who'd you pick? Alcorn State. Why? What, what was all of that now noise? Uh, Al- Alcorn State. No, I just I realized that these are easy pick games, and we both picked the same team, so we don't. We're either going to be tied. Actually, I'm a big, we're just going to be tied. Winner. That's what I'm going to be. It's going to it's going to be zero zero after this week, regardless of of what happens. Well, it's week zero, so that's mm-hmm. how it works. We can just everything's let it- divided by zero, so it's just uh, it's just a zero. Uh, Sean, you got anything for us before I wrap us up? Um, from the winner, uh, me, myself, personally, uh, as the former winner of FC Estimates in the spring, I do not. My Twitter is Sanderson Radio. Thanks. Oh, thanks to the uh, Reddit FCS guys. They put out a good tweet with all the yes. FCS podcasts. So aside from us, Kings. If, you're, if you're listening to us and you're like, oh, I want some more content, check out uh, Reddit FCS on Twitter. They posted a graphic with all the national podcasts that cover the uh, FCS nationally like we do. Uh, but they also, in the thread below it, if you're looking for specific conference podcasts, they have a big old thread of those also. And uh, yeah, so go check them out. They've been uh, good to us, so we would like to be uh, good to them as well. Uh, Reddit FCS, they've been killing it. Yeah, they were the one of the people who that one show were like, DM us and tell us what you had for dinner. Uh, they were one of the... They, I don't think they told us what they had for dinner, but they did DM us, yes. uh, which I thought was pleasant. I, we were I, talking they were about nice Jumbly or something. 
It was, it was awful DMs. It was them. The, the DMs that we had with them was very confusing. Do you remember that? Let me see. I this. don't remember that. Don't don't be mean. What do you? Why was it awful? They do great, great work. They're fantastic. But they sent jambalaya. They sent a, a, a string of just very confusing DMs for me and Joe. Good, good. As confusing as possible. Just keep DMing us confusing things. We appreciate oh, it's because it. they're oh, the Louisiana, uh, southeastern Louisiana, did their thing. Yeah. That bit. That's, That's what it was. All right, hit the follow button at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Uh, also, hit the subscribe button on wherever you're listening to on the podcast. Five star review would be appreciated. Also, if you can, uh, hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, which is the NFL Prospects Pod YouTube channel. We're on that feed because that is my channel. Uh, but that's it from us. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy some FCS football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.